So what's the deal with this Pete Booty Judge character? Is it Booty Booty Judge? No, it's not Butt Geek. Boot 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 Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. I mean, I'm sure you guys have all heard of him now. Mayor Pete from South Bend, Indiana. Well, here's his deal. He is not who you think he is. He's out there trying to sell himself as the reasonable one. He's the one who just wants to do the right thing for the country. You know, kind of like creepy Joe Biden was trying to do until, of course, Joe got caught in photos where he looks like he's about to molest women and children. But Buttigieg isn't reasonable or moderate. Buttigieg is an extreme far-left zealot, just like the rest of them on the Democrat side. He just hides it a little better, and that's exactly why you have to watch him. All right, folks, this is the White House Brief with me, your humble correspondent, John Miller. Remember, you can listen to the White House Brief as a podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find it. Please subscribe to it, rate it, and review it. All right. I want to quickly talk about the film Unplanned. The movie is under attack, folks. They suspended the account on Twitter. I mean, this was a huge movie. It debuted in over a thousand theaters over the weekend around the country. I mean, this film went gangbusters at the box office, and yet fans couldn't follow the movie's Twitter page. Twitter said, oh, it's, it's a site error. Really, Twitter? Twitter, of course, reinstated the account after they get caught with their pants down. But then the movie lost, like, all of its followers, and then they weirdly started to grow again. It was weird. The left is doing everything in the book to make sure this message does not get out. According to one of the actors in the movie, her account was unfollowed by the movie's Twitter account. And then she couldn't follow it. Just an error, Twitter said. Okay. Clearly, the left does not want you to see this movie, and that is exactly why you must Unplanned. It is the story of how Abby Johnson, she went from being a Planned Parenthood executive who, on a whim, was asked, oh, hey, Abby, we need, we need an extra person in the back. Would you mind filling in? The back is where they do the abortions. So Abby went in the back. She saw it, and that changed everything. She saw what they actually do when they do an abortion, which is ending a life, and they do it violently. So Abby became a fierce advocate for life, and this movie tells her story. Don't want to give away too much here, but go to see this film and go to unplannedfilm.com to see where it's playing and get tickets. Don't let the MPAA's R rating scare you away. They knew that that would make people not want to see it. It's nothing more than an attempt to keep this important message from getting out. They knew you wouldn't want your teenagers to see it with that rating. Go to unplannedfilm.com. That's unplannedfilm.com. You will not leave the theater the same as you went in. Okay, so Buttigieg, speaking of abortion, I mean, this is, this is a guy who gets on stage, he looks buttoned up and sharp and articulate, but he is in favor of every single radical leftist position that's popular in the Democrat Party, like late-term abortion, which 80% of people are against. 80% of people in America are against it. But how does Buttigieg feel about it? I don't think we need more restrictions right now. And, uh, you know, uh, what I've learned in Indiana, being at a place where... Uh, you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my supporters even come from a different uh, place than I do, uh, being pro-choice. I just believe that when a woman is in that situation, uh, and when we're talking about some of those situations covered by that law, extremely difficult, painful, uh, uh, often medically uh, serious situations where the life or health of the mother is at stake, uh, the involvement of a male government official like me is not helpful. We don't need a white male like you. What are you thinking? Pete, that is wildly out of step with the American people. I mean, he doesn't think we need more restrictions right now? Well, in, right now in Virginia, 
Whereas where he was asked about, the restrictions they're trying to implement, the more restrictions, are just ones that would protect a life of an already born child. A child outside the womb, meh, not necessary, says Mayor Pete. Now, Mayor Pete is the son of a Marxist professor, a Marxist professor who lauded the Communist Manifesto. So mainstream, right? No, Pete's father, Joseph, he spoke fondly of the Communist Manifesto and dedicated a significant portion of his academic career to the work of Italian Communist Party founder, Antonio Gramsci, an associate of Vladimir Lenin. Joseph, booty judge, the dad, was an advisor to rethinking Marxism. That was an academic journal that published articles that, quote, seek to discuss, elaborate, and or extend Marxian theory. Well, okay, Miller, just because his dad thinks one way doesn't mean that that's what his son believes. That doesn't mean that's what Pete believes. Well, no, not necessarily. But Pete was extremely close with his father. In fact, in Pete's memoir, he called his dad a man of the left. No easy thing on a campus like Notre Dame's in the 1980s. And it would be a real easy thing for Pete to denounce his dad, say, hey, I don't agree with my dad's radical beliefs. But instead, when asked how Pete's father influenced his political beliefs or influenced his thoughts on Marxist thinkers, his communications advisor declined to comment. Hmm. And at the same time, Pete also won't speak out against socialism. You can no longer simply kill off a line of discussion about a policy uh, by saying that it's socialist. So I think the word has mostly lost its meaning and has certainly lost its uh, ability to be used as a kill switch on debate. Lost its meaning? Nope, but pretty sure socialism means the same thing it's always meant. But Pete won't condemn socialism. Instead, he says we need something new. People are looking for something completely different, that voters in the party and in the country are looking for something completely different. We want something completely different. Hmm, well, what is different? Could it be the kind of Marxism his dad was so fond of? I mean, we know he's not exactly fond of capitalism. The biggest problem with capitalism right now is the way it's become intertwined with power and is eroding our democracies. And we know he is a fan of the socialist Green New Deal. Do you endorse the Marquis Ocasio-Cortez Green New Deal? Yes, I think it's the right beginning. Look, it's a framework. Uh, obviously, the Green New Deal, as we've seen it so far, is more of a plan than it is a fully articulated set of policies. We've said it here before, if you believe in the Green New Deal, you are a socialist, by definition. So it's not far off to conclude he may actually agree with his daddy on more than the American people would ever be comfortable with. And it's not just the Green New Deal, the part saying we need to save the environment in theory. No, he is in favor of some of the most ridiculous and radical aspects of the Green New Deal. Are you, say are you saying, for instance, that some of the talk about retrofitting every building in America or trying to make the country carbon uh, free by 2030, that that's just unrealistic? We're going to have to do it. Look, uh, by 2030? if we can't do carbon free, then we'll do net carbon free, which means that we're taking out as much as we're putting in. The bottom line is, scientifically, the right year to do that was yesterday. And then one of the clear signs of a Marxist booty judge isn't, of course, a fan of the country as it was founded. Well, first of all, we've got to repair our democracy. The Electoral College needs to go. Destroying the Electoral College is not repairing the democracy. It's destroying it. The Electoral College is how our founders envisioned our elections to give all the states a voice and not just the blue states on the coast like California with all of its illegals. 
He wants to pack the courts like Beto does so that they can get more liberal justices on the bench. And then on a policy level, he is an opponent of the Trump tax cuts. On tax policy, would you repeal the Trump tax cuts? Yes, we uh, at least uh, the tax cuts on the wealthiest. And then as mayor of South Bend, Indiana, he's an advocate of sanctuary cities. Federal immigration enforcement is not our job. Our job is to make sure that our residents are well off. And that's what we're going to continue to focus on. So what on. you're saying is if they're pulled over for a traffic stop, for example, their immigration status is not going to be checked. That is, that's right. That's not our focus. Yeah, that's not our focus. Our, our focus isn't making sure illegal immigrants don't commit crimes in our cities. Now, Mayor Pete is also a big proponent of DACA. I think we've got to do everything we can to make sure there's a path to citizenship uh, for these members of our community and uh, not act to tear them out from their families. So he believes all of these crazy things, but unless you ask him specifically, he doesn't stress all of those radical positions he holds. On his website, Pete Buttigieg is a millennial mayor, Afghanistan war veteran, and husband. Well, it might be too early to put policies on his website because they usually roll those out around the debates, but you would think broad ideas about what he believes might be in there, maybe? Nope, nothing. Mayor, vet, husband. And then at the very bottom of the page where it says that he is the husband of another man named Chastin. Now, I, I, really, I don't want to know what Chastin's maiden name was because if Buttigieg was the better name to take up, it must have been real bad. But anyway, he knows how to play the game, right? And that's what makes him dangerous. Uh, he'll make subtle mentions of his LGBT status on his website to not alienate portions of the United States. But on CNN... He sits down with his husband, and CNN fawns over his gayness to appease their gay audience. And he's not only the only gay mayor in the race, he'd be the first gay president if he won. We sat down for the first interview with his husband, Chastin, by his side. Okay, first of all, nonsense. Everyone knows James Buchanan was the first gay president. Uh, James Buchanan, who lived with another dude named William Rufus. And everyone knew they weren't just friends, okay? It wasn't like President Burt and his mistress Ernie. But interestingly, on Fox, Mayor Pete made no mention of his gay status because he knows the identity politics nonsense doesn't mean as much to the Fox audience. And that's what he does. He knows how to play to his audience. He'll do things like defend Chick-fil-A from the SJWs. He'll even, he'll even use the word social justice warrior, which he used in his book. The left, left, they didn't like that much. But Pete Buttigieg makes no attempt to actually adopt moderate positions on national issues. If you listen, if you listen carefully, he'll never disagree with the radical positions that the leftist believes. He can believe all of the things that we just showed you, and yet he can still come across as a moderate. How is that possible? I'm not sure, but that's what you have to watch for, because this is a guy who has raised $7 million, $7 million, and he hasn't even officially declared his candidacy, candidacy yet. I mean, for a no one in a town in Indiana that no one has ever heard of, $7 million is a lot of money. I mean, to put it in perspective, Kamala Harris, a major senator that everyone knows of, has raised $12 million. Pete Buttigieg, no one's ever heard of him, has raised seven. Now, if it got to him going against Trump in the debate stage, I don't know. I think it wouldn't even be a contest. I think he'd be slapped around by the president like a damn toy. But he's only 37, only 37, and he's making this many waves. And so that makes him worth keeping a keen eye on. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth 
rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.